excited to be here this evening. If you're able to rise, we would love for you to join us in singing hymn 121, hymn 121 at the cross. Hymn 121 at the cross, hymn 121 at the cross. Afterwards, we'll have an opening word of prayer. Father, we just pray, Lord, that you'll uh, bless uh, all of our missionaries, Lord, and, and we ask that you bless Brother Cato uh, this evening, Lord, as he brings forth the message that uh, you've placed upon his heart to give to, to these people. And Lord, uh, we just pray, Father, that uh, we will receive it, Lord, only by way of your Holy Spirit, Father, moving upon our hearts. Father, we just now pray, Lord, you just bless the remainder of our song uh, service, and uh, we just ask this in the name of Jesus. Amen and amen. I'm going to ask that you stand for this next one. I know generally we sit, but we're going to give glory to his name this evening. Amen. amen. And so we, we need to, to give him reverence, hymn 586, hymn 586. And after this hymn, you may be seated. Amen. Hymn 586, glory to his name. Uh, down at the cross where my Savior died. Down where for cleansing from sin I cried. Thank you. 
say something, but I already told Brother Cato I was going to be nice to him tonight. Amen? <laughs> so I'll have to be nice. Well, not bad for Friday night. You know, we've uh, y'all hung in there. Amen? This is uh, the third night, and uh, I appreciate you being faithful. Appreciate you coming. But let's pray. we got to get everybody back. Now, Wednesday night, we did really good. Yep. Last night was pretty good, and yep. then the faithful ones got back tonight. Amen? Amen? So uh, Sunday, you, you got to help me get back, uh, get everybody back here Sunday morning, 9.30, uh, Sunday school. We're having a continental breakfast at 8.30, and uh, 9.30, we're ev all, everybody's meeting right back in here. Brother Cato's going to show his uh, video from Grants, then um, Brother uh, Joey Cantrell, the Liberty Prison Ministry, is going to be coming and giving a testimony. And, and uh, updating us on that and on, during Sunday school. And then Brother Zach Doty is going to be preaching. So uh, he's going to show a video and he's going to preach also uh, with, about some church planting. And uh, part of missions is planting other churches. If we don't, Preacher talked about this the other day, if, if uh, we don't get some more independent fundamental Baptist churches going, uh, this who's going to carry the missionaries? So we've got to plant some churches, so it's important that we are a part of that. And so that's Sunday morning. So please, then after church Sunday, we're going to have lunch. Amen. Again, you know. Uh, so uh, I don't know. I, there's plenty of stuff left over from Wednesday, Thursday, and tonight. I don't know if you'll have to bring anything, but I think we've got all that set up. So uh, please don't forget about that this coming uh, Sunday. Also, we want to make sure that everybody gets a Faith Promise Missions card, and um, we're going to receive these at the end of the worship service Sunday morning, okay? Uh, at the end, not during the offering, uh, during the morning worship, but at the end, when everything is over, after God's uh, finished uh, with our mission conference, then uh, we're going to turn these in. And so if you do not have one of these, I want you to get one, Brother uh, Wu Jin's back there with those. I want you to have one. If you don't have one, uh, please pick them up. There's some up here on the communion table. There's some out here in the foyer uh, uh, on the welcome table. So make sure you get some of these and fill those out uh, already. So the church has done uh, well. God has blessed. Uh, you've given $120,000 this year for missions uh, already. Amen. So uh, God's been good. And, uh, and by the way, we use it. Amen. It's not Amen. something that we just... Uh, it's not a savings account. Right. Amen. Yeah. We use it. So uh, let me encourage you. You please uh, give as what the Lord would have you to give. Not between not what I want, not what someone else wants, but what God wants. Right. Put that on the card. And, and then you keep, that, you keep the other half 
so that just as a reminder of, um, of what God has laid on your heart for that. So that's Sunday. So please, I want you to uh, continue to pray about that. Pray that everybody gets back Sunday morning. Amen. 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 I pray that everybody gets back Sunday morning. Amen. 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 Good. And uh, so contact folks. Saturday morning, that's tomorrow, uh, you can sleep in to about uh, 7. Okay? If, if, that's, if, you sleep, if that's late, then go ahead. If not, uh, then, uh, then just get up and pray for us. But tomorrow morning at 9.30, we're going out soul winning. So uh, men, ladies, y'all come, and we'll go out and knock some doors tomorrow and, uh, and just pray and ask God to bless. And so let me encourage you to do that, all right? Well, let's have a word of prayer. And uh, we'll, we, uh, Brother Cato, we've eaten, and I've already had some folks say, you're going to have to keep them awake. <laughs> so, all right? So uh, it's, all, it's all on you, all right? okay? He's not saying, he's being nice, you know? His wife has really, must have really got him this week, because he is never this nice. Trust me, he's never this nice, never. <laughs> So I've been to his house, and, you know, it's just not like this, you know, for him to be this nice. So anyway, but uh, pray that the Lord help us. Let's pray have a good offering. Lord, we thank you, God, for your goodness. And uh, thank you, Lord, for uh, the sweet Holy Spirit of God that dwells in us, Lord, and also in this place. And I pray, God, that you'd bless. Thank you for all of our guests that are here tonight, Lord. I pray, God, that you'd be with us. And, Lord, I pray for Brother Cato as he preaches. I pray you'd give him liberty. And, uh, God, that, again, the message that you've laid upon his heart, that we will receive it, Lord, is from you, uh, God, on high through your messenger. So help us, Lord, in a special way. We pray, God, that you would, again, be with this offering, be with the gift and the giver. May we use it as good stewards for the furtherance of the cause of Christ, and we give you praise in Jesus' name. Amen. If you have an offering, you please come. Uh, and singing hymn 118, hymn 118. The way of the cross leads home. We'll do the first and last verses. And then please briefly greet each other as we prepare for this evening special and our presentation by Brother Cato. 118, hymn 118. The way of the cross leads home. Sing along. I must leave no home by the way of the cross. There's no other way.
other at this time. Christ coming is now drawing nigh. The church feels a stirring as we're singing the signs. So much to accomplish, not a moment to lose. We must remain faithful in all that we do. Jesus still saves to all us in darkness. Let his light shine. Trust and obey, fervently pray, redeeming the time. Now more than ever, we need to stand true. Bright, pure, and holy, awaiting her groom. Filled with his spirit, believing his word, believing his word, until he returns, until he returns, redeeming the time. Jesus still saves darkness. Let his light shine. Trust and obey. Fervently pray. Redeeming the time. In this evil day. Proclaiming the message. Jesus still saves darkness. Let his light shine. Trust and obey. Trust and obey. Trust and obey. Trust and obey. Fervently pray. Redeeming the time. Redeeming the time. Redeeming the time. All right, amen. Seven twenty. Good. Amen. Get my notes here. Well, we're the, for those who may not know us yet, most of the folks here know us, um, and we're the Cato family missionaries to the uh, Native American out in northwestern New Mexico, and we were, uh, that's my wife right there, if she'd stand, stand up. <laughs> All right, she's a better half, and uh, we've been missionaries for 35 years, more or less. She'll correct me later. But uh, I think 35 years. And we started out in Brazil. And for the last five years, we've been in uh, Grants, New Mexico. Uh, a lot of you folks been out there and helped us with the uh, uh, Vacation Bible School. And I would like to say we really appreciate this church. It's been a big blessing to us. 
uh, especially with the uh, Vacation Bible School. I mean, that's a lot of work. And uh, it's just a tremendous blessing. If you, uh, I think we had 20 people come out last time, but I don't know if they have any room for any more, but uh, uh, it's a blessing. I'm sure you'd enjoy it if you come out. Uh, We appreciate uh, being in this mission conference, the hotel, uh, great accommodations, the food, the fellowship, amen, it's great. And uh, actually, I think uh, I, th- I think I, th- I think it was 20 years ago we first came to this church to try to get support, and somehow I talked Brother White into supporting us. I don't know how, but we did it. And we've been seems longer, <laughs> but you know, it's it's been a, it's been a blessing over the years. Amen. It's been a journey. Amen. And uh, uh, let's see what's next on my notes. Say something good about Brother White. Man. Yeah, my wife said, don't be saying nothing bad about me or embarrassing me, and don't talk bad about the preacher. She said, say something good for a change about him. Because I guess I must not say many good things about him. So, you know, that, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to say something good about Brother White. He married up. Good choice, brother. It's good. Did a good job. But, uh, he made it. That's about all I can think of. But anyway, he's uh, no seriously. He's been a blessing to us over the years and good fellowship. And uh, there's only a handful of preachers that I can call that I would call about problems. Of course, I've got to be careful about that. He's a, Drop his support, they're having problems. <laughs> no, but uh, no, he is one of, one of the fellows that I would call and has been his good friend and uh, been encouraging to our ministry. And uh, we sure appreciate all you folks. Oh, by the way, yeah, uh, uh, come Sunday morning and, and watch the video because it kind of, uh, of course, it just shows so many, you can only see so much in an eight minute video. But it shows a, a lot of the ministry and the things that's gone on uh, since we've been there. The Lord is blessed. I thought blessed more than I thought, you know. Uh, after doing the video, I said, wow, lots of good things have happened. And uh, some of you folks will be, will be in the video, you know. Uh, I did try to uh, get rid of a lot of the pictures that Brother White was in, you know. <laughs> but, uh, you know, uh, but I kept some in there because I didn't want to hurt his feelings. And uh, I tried to Photoshop them a little bit, but you know. Yeah. Uh, anyway, y'all, y'all come. It'll be a good, it'll be a good time, amen. All right. Uh, now I'm supposed to preach. The Lord convicted me about the the, the theme because I said, "Ain't nobody telling me what theme to preach on." I had my sermon already. It was a good sermon. It, it, it was uh, uh, the forgotten people, culture versus the gospel. It's a good sermon. And and I and I and I've said that's what I'm going to preach on, and the Lord uh, kind of nudged me, and said I got something else for you to preach on. And I said I got, I got it I got already got it I ain't going to preach on that, uh, and then and then I got to study more too. So and, and then this other preacher right up there, a missionary, and he got up and said some verses, and I, and the Lord talked to me through it, and uh, Brother Yates, and I said, man, now I got to do another sermon, but you know there's so many. What are we here for? What are we here for? We're here, but let's just be honest. There ain't nobody here but us, right? We're here because we need, we're trying to get some money out of you to give uh, to missions and the missionary. That's what we're here for, right? Let's be honest. Ain't nobody here but us. Uh, if you, you know that if you're a Baptist, you like to eat, and we talk about money, amen? So, and then there's been so many ways and I've heard over the years as a missionary, and I know Brother White too has heard these uh, different ways of preaching and, and, and trying to get money for missions and uh, faith promise uh, sermons and all that stuff, all kinds. Uh, but the simple fact is uh, you're going to give what you want to give, not a dollar more. But I'll tell you something. We need to give money for missions. You need to promise, have faith, and do it. 
Now, there's necessities of life. Or what, what it is, it's not that we don't have money. It's where we put that money. Because we have, uh, we have necessities and we have uh, a lot of things that are not necessary, but we think they're necessary, like our, the newest video game and that kind of stuff, you know. But there's, uh, you know, necessities like food, water, internet, video games, pizza, ice cream. Uh, these are necessities, by the way. Uh, pizza, ice cream, motorcycles, amen, uh, golfing, fishing, donuts, amen. You know, and all these things compete uh, for our money. But the thing is, what kind of, what's the word I'm looking for? What, uh, what kind of reward do they give for the future? I mean, what, 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 what do they do that's going to last? I, think, I, can't, I can't remember the word. Uh, but in 2 Corinthians chapter 9, and verse 6, if you'll, st- uh, if you'll go there. 2 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 6. But this I say, 2 Corinthians 9, 6. But this I say, he which soweth sparingly shall reap also sparingly. And he which soweth bountifully shall reap also bountifully. Every man according as he purposeth in his heart, so let him give. Not grudgingly, or of necessity, for God loveth a cheerful giver. Okay, let's look at that verse. In verse 6, He which soweth sparingly shall reap also spar- uh, sparingly, and he would, yeah, he that soweth sparingly shall reap also sparingly, he which soweth bountifully shall reap also bountifully. And that's, uh, we should all know about that, especially uh, farmers, the law of sowing and reaping. In Galatians chapter 6 and verse 9, it says, Be not deceived, God is not mocked. For whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he also reap. For he that soweth to his flesh shall of the flesh reap corruption, but he that soweth to the Spirit shall of the Spirit reap life everlasting. If you sow corn, what are you going to get? Corn. If you sow uh, uh, cucumbers, cucumbers. So don't expect to get uh, cucumbers when you sow corn, right? So if you sow to the flesh, if you sow bad things, guess what you're going to get? You're going to get bad things. So are we, sow to the, are we sowing to the flesh or are we sowing to the spirit? Sowing to the flesh, what is that? I don't know. Could be lots of things: TV, uh, pleasures, gossip, hate, envy, jealousy. Those things that get in our minds that occupy occupy our minds all the time. You ever see someone and they look mad, and you walk up, "Hey, it's a good day. How you doing?" They're like, "There's something in there." They've been. And where did it come from? You hear it? Yeah, that's why he said it. Yep, some some gossip, some some. You've been watching TV, you've been listening to the news to tell you how poor you are and this and that and all that. Don't trying to get off. Don't get off the subject here. So what are we sowing to? Soap operas. Well, let me ask you this: What are you eating? Let me ask you this: If you eat food all the time that has no nutritional value. Yeah, you can tell I'm a nutritionist, you know, and a healthy guy, you know, goes running all the time. Yeah. But anyway, uh, uh, if you eat things that have no nutritional value, you're going to end up hurting your immune system. You see these young guys? I'm preaching these young guys now. Oh, y'all can eat all the junk food you want. Now, <laughs> Wait till you get our age. <laughs> right, brother? <laughs> oh, here's to have another pizza. Oh, man. I got gallbladder problems and heartburn and had this taken out and that taken out. And all this stuff. Uh-huh. Oh, but go ahead. Enjoy life now, kids. You know, but you eat the, what you're doing now is going to affect you later. Right? 
So whatever you're sowing to, whatever you're sowing for or to, right? I, I don't know if I'm using the right words. That's what you're going to reap. You say, why is my life such a mess? Why is it such a wreck? Why am I so miserable? Why am I so sad? Because you're sowing the wrong things. That's why. And when the hard times come, when the devil attacks, your, immune, your spiritual immune system is not going to be there and you're going to start crying and whining and, and you're going to quit like a little wimp. Amen. Come on. I'm not going to take them mean over there. You're not going to be able to stand. Your immune system is going to be wimpy because you've been sowing bad things. And this is part of a mission sermon, by the way, believe it or not. Y'all get getting there. This is just an introduction. Philippians chapter 4 and verse 8. Finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of good report, if there be any virtue and if there be any praise, think on these things. Christian, that's what we're commanded to do by the word of God, to sow to the Spirit. But how many of us sow to the flesh? Oh, I'm the only one here. Okay, yeah, right. All right. So, y'all getting me off, uh, confuse me here. Okay. Uh, Romans chapter 12, verse 1. I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. And be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that ye may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Right. It's something, uh, and Brother White was I was talking about that earlier, I think, about uh, and, 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 uh, the assistant pastor. He was talking about the, how sometimes Christians uh, cause more trouble than lost people. Yeah. Why? Because they get carnal. They're walking in the flesh. And as soon as you start walking in the flesh, guess who is going to use you to cause trouble in the church or the work of God? The devil. That's right. Start complaining and complaining and whining and, and, and so forth. Anyway, yes, that is part of the sermon, believe it or not. Okay. So, the thing is, the, uh, it says if you uh, reap sparingly, you're going to uh, excuse me, you sow sparingly, you're going to reap sparingly. If you uh, sow bountifully, you're going to reap bountifully. Okay? So, it, does that mean if you give to missions, are you going to get rich? Huh? <laughs> Thank you, brother. <laughs> Will I reap material possessions if I give to missions? You're not you're not sowing to get rich. That's, that's something else. That's stock bond or something like that. I don't know. Uh, well, uh, not necessarily. In fact, it might get broker. Is that a word? But God will take care. But will God, yeah. But will God take care of me? Okay, so if you give to missions, will God take care of you? Not necessarily. Just because you give to missions, let's say you give to missions, but yeah, you go home and get drunk every day, beat up the wife, and run around on her. I don't think God's going to bless you. You hear what I'm saying? Not just because you give to missions. Hang in there, hang in there. If you give to missions and you don't work, I'm, I'm, I'm getting there. You'll, Hang, hang on. You waste all your money. You, you're, you're, drug, you're selling drugs. Uh, you, you're working with a gang. But I give to missions. Uh-uh. Just giving to missions isn't enough. You say, yeah, you're trying to get money from us, aren't you? Hang on. In Matthew chapter 6, and verse 25, Therefore I say unto you, take no thought for your life, what you shall eat or what you shall drink, neither for you... Yet for your body, what ye shall put on is not the life more than meat and the body than raiment. Which of you, by taking thought, can add one cubit unto his stature? 
Wherefore, if God so clothe the grass of the field, which today is and tomorrow is cast into the oven, shall he not much more clothe you? O ye of little faith. Therefore take no thought, saying, What shall we eat, or what shall we drink, or wherewithal shall we be clothed? For all these things do the Gentiles seek. For your heavenly Father knoweth that ye have need of these things, but seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. If you put the Lord first, he's going to take care of you. And, just, and, and if you give to missions, which is uh, you're sowing to the Spirit. Why? You're not getting any pizza out of it, are you? You're not getting any ice cream out of it, are you? You're not buying any video games with it, are you? You're giving to a spiritual work by faith. Are you with me now? Because it's a spiritual work. Now, if you're some old gang leader or something, some guy that just wants to show off and I'm giving some money to missions, it's going to work. But if you're living for the Lord and you're putting trust in Him, putting Him first, and you give to missions as a spiritual work, God is going to bless and you're going to reap. So what happens when you give to missions? What happens when you as a Christian, a born-again believer that loves the Lord and wants to see people saved and wants to participate in, in evangelism and, and, and missions, what happens when you give to missions? Well, you obey God. You put your money where your heart is if you love God. I'll tell you right now, where do people spend their money? They spend their money on what they love. Right? You know, this church supports 52 missionaries. Are we, is that right, brother? 52 missionaries. Uh, and you, you folks that are given by faith to faith promise, you are participating in all of those ministries. You're, you have a part in that. Because guess what? They couldn't do it without you. Um, those missionaries, believe it or not, they need money. They need to eat. They need to uh, uh, give out gospel tracts. They need to live somewhere. They have to pay rent. They have to pay for electricity. And, 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 and yes, the missionary goes out by faith. And we love the stories, don't we, about the poor missionary suffering for Jesus in the little mud hut, starving to, almost starving to death, and someone brings him a chicken. Where did I hear that from? Come on. Hey, we, we want them to be poor, don't we? No, we don't. Amen? You know, we love the stories, but uh, as we give... Uh, we, we, uh, they are going out by faith, trusting in God, and, and God uses us, us, to be a blessing to them as they go out by faith and trust the Lord. Amen? And, I, and I've got to tell some of these stories because I'm a missionary. Amen? And I started out poor like the rest of them. And, uh, you know... When my wife and I first started out, we had an old uh, rusty Chevy Monza and uh, no air conditioner. And I told her, we need to go race in port. That's what you got to do. That's what you do as a missionary. And I was so determined to get support, I called one preacher up so and found out he's a big old church in Birmingham, Alabama. A uh, real big church. I forget the name of it. Probably a good thing. And... Uh, I said, preacher, I want to come by. I want to come by and present our ministry. He said, no, we don't, we don't need nobody right now. And no, just kept saying no, brother. I said, no, I want to come. I want to come, brother. I, I said, look, you don't even have to give me a love offering or nothing. I said, we'll just come. I think he got tired of me. He should have just hung up on the problem. But he said, okay, come on by for a Sunday school class. I got there, and it was a big church. 
I mean a really big church, hundreds and hundreds of people. And he let me get up and give a little, you know, I wasn't good at it, I'm sure. Uh, I'm still not good at it probably. But, uh, you know, we're missionaries, we're going to Brazil, blah, blah, blah. You know, we, want, we need support. I, I don't remember if we showed our video or anything. He's all right. Next. Then they went on their program. Then after the church, I'm standing around. My wife and I, we have no money. We're poor as dirt. We're in an old beat-up car. We're living by faith. We're standing there smiling. The pastor says, have a good day. Yeah. I told him. I told him on the phone, you don't have to give anything, brother. Yeah. And he did it. Yeah. And I'm like, I looked at my wife and I said, well, we got a meeting tonight. We don't have any money, but we got a meeting. So we went to this little country church, North Alabama, little old bitty country church. And, and, and this first church had these, you know, the, back in those days, the, the Link Continentals and Cadillacs and things like that. And, and, and they didn't give us anything. Went to a little country church, old beat up pickup trucks, rusty cars like our car. And there was only about 10 people there. It was on a Sunday night. And I looked at my wife and I said, we're going to be sleeping in the car tonight. <laughs> Maybe we'll get $30. So we went in there and presented our ministry, just loving people, country folks, overalls, that kind of stuff, you know. And After the service, the pastor came up to me and he gave me a, a, a check. He said, we just want to be a blessing to you, brother. I said, oh, thanks, thanks, pastor. I appreciate that. Put it in my pocket. Got back in the car. Now, missionaries, y'all don't do this, but how much is it? It was over $500. And you know, that's back in those days, brother. That was, it was even a good bit today, but back in those days, it was a lot of money. And I said, I think God's going to take care of us. Amen? Amen? And so, uh, you know, but see, and you know what the, I remember what the pastor told me. You know what he told me? He said, God has blessed us, and we want to be a blessing to you. Amen. That's what you want to do. That's why we give. We want to invest. Amen. Right. Then another time, I have to tell this story too. Then another time, we were out in the middle of nowhere in Louisiana, running out of gas with our motor home. And, and, and uh, so uh, I told my wife, I think there's a gas station uh, uh, 15 miles that way off the highway. So I got off the highway and I started going there uh, to a small town where a gas station was. There was no gas station. It was out in the middle of the fields and, and farms and all that. And she said, and I, I, she said, where's the gas station? I said, I don't know. It went the wrong way. <laughs> and we, we was running on fumes. So I said, we better stop at a, a farmhouse. So we stopped at a farmhouse. And I said, ma'am, can you give us some gasoline? We're about to run out. And she said, our tractors run on diesel. But I do have a little bit, about a half gallon of gasoline for my riding lawnmower. You can have it. I said, well, thank you. She said, there is a gas station down that way about 15 miles. It was in a motorhome. Went down there to that gas station. Filled up the motorhome. It was about $120. They hold a lot of gas, you know. And I went in to, to pay for it. And when I went in there to pay for it, uh, I bought some cookies and some coffee, and there was a lady behind the counter, and she was talking. I don't know who she was talking to. I was looking around. Who's she talking to? And I went to pay for it, and the lady said, that'll be uh, $2.35. That, that was a long time ago. You can't buy a cookie and coffee anymore for $2.35. I said, I said, yeah, but I've got to pay for the gasoline. It's about $120. She said, you wasn't listening to me, was you? I said, she said, I was telling you that a lady called, and she has, a, she has an account here, and she said that a motorhome was coming and that she's paying for the gas. And you know what I told her? I said, I said that's impossible. We don't know anybody here. And I kept arguing with her, and she said, you just need to thank God and go on, boy. I'm telling you. God will bless. That's some of my poor missionary stories. Anyway. But what it was, was somebody, God used somebody to be a blessing to us. And the best one. We was in an RV park in Oklahoma. My wife, myself, my three girls. There happened to be a little pool over there. 
And so we let the girls, with three little girls, we let them play in the pool. Well, the pool wasn't, hadn't been cleaned in a long time, and it was nasty, and they got sick as a dog. So that night, they all started vomiting, all three girls vomiting. Blah, blah, blah. And it was, oh, it stank. It was terrible, I remember. And my wife got up, and she said, and she started, you know, like a good mom, cleaning up and, and getting all the blankets and the sheets and vomit all over them and cleaning the kids. And uh, she, she looked at me and she said, I need some quarters. They had some machines there that would wash and uh, dry uh, clothes. And they took quarters. And she said, I need some quarters for the machines. And I said, I don't have any quarters. And we're out in the middle of nowhere at night at a little country RV park. And she, and you know, like, like wives are, I need quarters. <laughs> and I said, we can't get any quarters it's impossible and like a good husband I went outside to pray as she was taking care of the children <laughs> went outside dear Lord all of a sudden a truck started coming up the lights flashing on me uh, 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 yeah they, yeah it just that, uh, came at me the truck with the lights on me and I'm out there standing there Who, what in the world all of a sudden, the truck stopped, and a big old cowboy got out with that big old cowboy hat they wear there in Oklahoma. And he said, hey, I heard you was a missionary. I said, yes, sir. He said, well, my wife said that you were here, and I just came by. I'm a pastor of a local Baptist church here. Just come by to see if there's anything we can do for you. I said, well, there is. I need some quarters. And he said, that's no problem. I, my wife works here. <laughs> Honey, get them some quarters. She went to the machine and opened the machine and took the quarters out and gave them to us. <laughs> Can you imagine when I knocked on the, on the door? Honey, here's the quarters. I knew I had faith all along. You know, but, but in all those blessings, God used somebody. See, God uses us to bless others. It's not just a, the missionary having faith, but Christians, every time some Christians jumped in and helped by faith. So what happens when you give to missions? You're going to get rich. Not physically, not in dollars, not in Bitcoin, not with gold bars, but with heavenly wealth, with spiritual blessings, that kind, the kind of wealth that lasts forever. First Corinthians chapter three and verse eleven: For other foundation, yeah, I'm getting tongue tied. For other foundation can no man lay than that which is laid, which is Jesus Christ. Now, if any man build upon this foundation, gold, silver, precious stones, wood, hay, stubble, every man's work shall be made manifest, for the day shall declare it, because it shall be revealed by fire, and the fire shall try every man's work of what sort it is. If any man's work abide with which he hath built thereupon, he shall receive a reward. If any man's work shall be burned, he shall suffer loss, but he himself shall be saved, yet so as by fire. Now, the, the law... Of uh, sowing and reaping. Every man according to his purposes in his heart, let him give, not grudgingly or necessity, for God loveth a cheerful getter, a giver. Uh, according as he purposes in his heart. What does that mean? As you a purpose in your heart, maybe like a promise, maybe. Maybe like a faith promise. Amen. A promise is something that a person can count on. When someone says, I promise I'm going to be there, then you think that person's going to be there because they promise. And that's what we're talking about. Missionaries go by faith. Yes, they, they need these things, clothes and so forth. And, and, uh, but the thing is, they kind of have to have an idea how much money they're going to have. Brother Yates can't say, well, I don't know. Maybe I'll get money, maybe I won't. How much do you think you're getting, brother? I don't know. Well, that don't pay the rent, does it? He goes down there and rent a house. How much is the house? $800, $600. You going to be able to afford this? Oh, 
I'm a, of course, I'm a missionary. My goodness. I mean, I visited two churches. What are you talking about? You know. No, you got to have some kind of gauge to, to do that. You know, and we and we give um, our money to help invest in these missionaries' lives, spiritual blessings, not physical, not Bitcoin, not uh, money. Now, uh, wouldn't you want them to, to be a blessing to the to the missionaries? Amen. So we promise and we do it. Amen. So. And then it says, so let him give. Do it. You promise, then you do it. It says, not grudgingly, grudging, sorrow, pain, grief, annoyance, affliction. That's what grudgingly means. In other words, if it hurts for you to do it, you're not going to get a blessing. You know, when my wife says, hey, honey, why don't we go out to eat? We haven't been out to eat for a while. And I go, I was going to ride my motorcycle, but okay. Let's go. Get your stuff. Is that, is, am I going to receive a blessing? Is she going to receive a blessing? Absolutely not. Some of us are like, yeah, I, I give them a mission money. I said I would. Not grudgingly. But if, uh, not, uh, not of necessity. Not because your wife makes you give it. Uh, and sometimes we say, I better do it or they're going to think I'm an unspiritual dirtbag. It's like, it's like me trying to be nice to Brother White when I don't want to. You know what I mean? You know? I mean, it's just. And it says, God loves a cheerful giver. A cheerful there means like hilarious with a smile. Giving with a smile and with joy. Amen? You know, do it. When you give your, your, the money, do it like the grandma making pie for those little grandkids. Come on. Get your big old piece there. Come on. Right? Amen. Do it cheerfully. God loves a cheerful giver. Do it like, you know what? Like you want to do it. Amen. Amen. Pray, give, and go. That's what we need to do as a church, as Christians. Pray, give, and go. So give this week. So that missionaries can give the gospel to the lost. Amen? Let's pray. Father, we thank you so much for your love. We thank you so much for this church. God, I thank you, Lord, what a, that the gospel's being preached here. But not only here in Carrollton, Texas and the surrounding area, but around the world. In Mexico. Uh, in, in, in northwestern uh, New Mexico, uh, wherever their missionaries are, Lord, the gospel's being preached. And this church is helping and having a part in that. Oh, God, help us all, Lord. Help us all to pray, to give, and to go. Not only to give, but to, to go. Lord, help me, Lord. I want to do my part wherever I'm at. I want to do my part to reach the lost for the gospel. Oh, God, bless us. Bless this church. Thank you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. While we stand and while we sing a verse of invitation.